Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and... <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of the Heal Your Whole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we'll give them all a good seeing too. This week's episode is called Skinny Hole, and it is a sequel to last week's one, which was Cake Hole, during which I was doing a 72-hour fast. Um, 72-hour fast, that's three days for anyone who isn't good at their 24 times tables. And I survived it. Um... I was kind of challenged to do it and I was also trying to reduce my expanding curves. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, um, but I'm getting a woman on today called Sarah Hanratty, a proper nutritionist. She's coming on in part two and she's going to tell us why you would do something so stupid as not eat for three days and what are the benefits and how to do it safely. I did water and sea salt uh, mainly and um, yeah, last a few pounds, kilos, whatever. But I, to be fair, they go on as quick as they went off if you didn't kind of look after yourself afterwards. Um, you do lose a bit as well kind of after the three days because you can't go straight back into chocolate fudge cake and McDonald's. You have to kind of take it easy on the old tummy after not eating for three days. But to be fair, the weight would just come straight back on like because your body thinks, oh, I've been through a famine. So if you look at the fridge, it'll literally lather on again. Actually, I was in a relative's house the other day and they had a big poster on the fridge. Um, I won't say their name now, but it was like X step away from the fridge. And I mainly lost mine again, you know, around the old places. You wouldn't want to lose it, kind of the boobs and the face. So, yeah, I gained a few wrinkles and uh, yeah, boobs are back like old man's testicles. Oh, yeah funny joke about testicles um, well I find it funny anyway my friend has a teacher had a teacher called Mr Tickle and didn't he marry a woman called Tess so she took his name Tess Tickle brilliant anyway speaking of Tickle um, there is a type of liposuction in Ireland and it's uh, called Tickle liposuction I mean it doesn't sound like liposuction could tickle but I looked into it and the needly yolky thing that goes in and sucks out the lard um, tickles you and it stops immediately if it touches tissue because that's damaging but just to prove it I have a little snippet here from the um, place that they do the tickle lipo um, so you can hear how much crack it is 
You find that funny? <laughs> <It's so much. laughs> Right, so as you can see, it's not painful, it's a little bit tickly. That's all it is. <laughs> That's just brilliant. That would nearly want to make you do it. Um, yeah, God. Can't see myself doing it though. Although, you know, if you have a particular area that you just can't shift it, like if you're really healthy and you're working out and you're eating the old vegetables and you just have you know, the wings sticking out the thighs or the the back fat or the whatever or the, the boobs that are giving you back pain. Do you know, maybe a bit of tickling wouldn't do you any harm. Um, I have a question, in, well, it's more of a statement really, um, in here from someone saying, I think it's a man, um, do mind your skinny holes, I love a woman with a fine pair of hips. Brilliant. Great. I mean, look at the Kardashians and... JLo and Mariah Carey is it which one of them got implants put into their the top of their buttocks yeah personally I you know bottoms are lovely and all but I I don't like when my thighs are chafing you know when you have to manoeuvre one leg around the other in order to go forward I think that's kind of the sign for a woman when to you know cut down on the old pies but you know, all women have lovely bottoms, as as Father Ted said. Um, I actually won um, a lovely bottom competition once. I was very proud. Uh, I was out in Bear Island. I think it was a New Year's Eve. I think there's one pub on the island, maybe two. And there was about five women in the pub that night. Um, this is a tiny island off Cork. And I won lovely bottom. I won the lovely bottom competition. So that's my claim to fame on um, skinny holes. But you know what? I had a friend in school and she had a skinny hole and she used to get awful shtick about it. Like they used to call her, this is terrible now, but she used to be called Lanky. Or if she was walking along, they'd say, oh, here comes Live Aid. Or, um, and then, you know, someone would be overweight and they'd be like, oh, here's Humpty Dumpty. So no one gets away with it, really. And I have another question in here from someone who says, what's the story with the sizes in the shops these days? In some shops I'm 14, in other shops I'm 10. I just can't keep up with it. I absolutely agree with you. I used to think that American sizes were, you know, they used to try and make Americans feel skinnier than they were and they used to, you know, have different sizes over there. But I have a feeling it's um, it's spreading across the globe now. So I'm going to make a call to, um, I have a couple of numbers here for shops to see if I can get through to one. I'm going to get their input into what's the story with the the sizes. Because like, we're not stupid. We know what size we are. Don't be telling us we're triple X small or like two double X S zero. Like no, nobody's zero. Anyway, here we go. 
Hello. Hi there. I was just wondering, um, I just got some stuff there and I was wondering, have you changed your sizes at all? Because um, <clears throat> I was just wondering, have you, have you changed your sizes to make people feel a bit better about getting so big over, uh, over COVID? It oh, just, COVID. I couldn't tell you really why. It just seems like I, like I used to be a 10 and now, now I'm, I, I, it's, I can fit into an 8. And it, it seems, are, we, are you going in line with American sizes? Are you kind of shifting? Yeah, we are. We're doing that a long time. Oh, you're gone with the American sizes. Yeah. And that's yeah. to make fat people think they're thinner, is it, kind of? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> what, whatever works. Whatever makes us feel yeah, good. Yeah, All right. All right. Thanks a million. Okay. Cheers. No matter. Bye, 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 bye. Brilliant. So, basically, they're just pulling the mick out of us, trying to make us buy more. Love it. We don't really do size zero in Ireland. I mean, we're we're not known for our beauty. We're beautiful on the inside. But uh, we definitely don't do supermodels here. Um, the closest thing we've ever come to a supermodel is Glenda Gilson. Um, she's she's probably the skinniest hole we have. Actually, I could give her a call. I'll give her a call, and my editor Emily will cut this out if she if she hangs up on me. Okay, let me see. I'll ask her how she gets a skinny hole. Hello. Hello. Hello, Glenda. This is Norma Sheehan here. Don't hang up on me now, right? Um, I'm in okay. the I'm in the middle of recording a podcast here, and it's called Skinny Hole, right? And I don't I don't know if this is a compliment or an insult, but you're the only person in Ireland I can think of who genuinely has a skinny arse because we just don't make we don't we don't make beautiful people here in Ireland. And I was just telling the listeners there that you are like um, I I don't know you're like our Cindy Lauper, no, not our Cindy Lauper, Cindy Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, God, I didn't know I could say. Um, no, 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 you know what? I'm going to take that as a huge compliment because uh, my backside has changed an awful lot in the last couple of months, as you can imagine. But um, yeah, thanks a million. I hope that is, uh, you've only seen it recently and you think it's still skinny. Well, apparently, the, the, I don't the, think the, it is. <laughs> like the TV ads about a stone, apparently, and your arse still looks small. I know it's genetics, yeah. but have you any tips for the listeners? Because we're, we're all finding this, that we're like gone COVIDly obese, as I call it. What do you do? Well, well, get pregnant and you'll see how uh, it turns into a bubble bust in a couple of days, no problem. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I've always been trying to work on my ass. I'm in the gym trying to build it all the time. Every time I go and meet a, a trainer, he's always like, okay, we have to build that. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I've been told all my life I have no arse. But uh, you ringing me up now and telling me that I have a skinny arse is a huge problem. Oh, God. So how many months are you into pregnancy? How many months are you in? I'm five and a half. Oh my god! And have, have you? You haven't had the pelvic spread, so you don't. You aren't like it hasn't separated the the bones and the the buttocks. I'm going through that at the moment. With you, to be honest, with you, I can't sleep at night with the pain in my hips. Oh my god! I am. Um, okay. My arse is a great cushion, though, at the moment, as you can imagine, because the hips are sore. But yeah. Okay, maybe it's because you're so tall, then that you know people. Your arse just because it's so high up, it just still looks skinny. Is that is that is that the case? Yeah, or an extended leg or a long back, I've been told over the years. Okay, because so, okay. I, I remember... I, gotta have to, I better get a pair of those Kardashian, um, you know, those Spanx things with the bum inside them. I'll have to get invest in a pair of those. Not right now. And when I get back to myself, I'll have to do that. No, please don't, because I, I have to tell um, my couple of listeners that uh, we did vagina monologues together once upon a time and we shared a dressing room. 
and I that, that was one of my favourite jobs I don't know if you if, if you enjoyed it or not but I just loved those stories and you were such crack but one day you said to me come here I'm missing a, a spot there in the back would you ever put some fake tan on, on, on your back and I put on yeah. I put on the glove and I was spreading the old streaks down your back and uh, it just crossed my mind this is wasted on me there are so many fellas around Ireland and the world who would love to be rubbing this into your back right now and I, I remember going Jesus that's a skinny arse if ever I saw one so yeah now that's a few years ago the fake tan was uh, the least of our worries back then. That was some uh, some play that we did, wasn't it? Oh, my God. But you went on then to present about 75 different shows after it. Like- Hold on, actually, don't move off. Didn't you have something like 30 orgasms in the middle of that you had to do? I did. Will I do? Will I do a podcast about orgasms? Do. I, do, I will. You, you were. How many did you have to do, Norma? I remember that. I had there to do. A lot of them, yeah, there? thirty. Definitely thirty. Anyway, if not thirty-one or two different types of orgasms in one of the monologues. And wasn't there like an org- a woman from Cork orgasm and a woman from Dublin orgasm? Oh, we covered every continent and every range and every really? age. Yeah. The whole shebang. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pull out that. I'm going to definitely. We'll do the horny hole. I'll do a horny hole episode and. I might get you oh, back I on to talk it. about your bits maybe as well during that. But for now, so I you're... I love it. And maybe we could arrange to meet and you don't have to ring me off the hook. Yeah, I thought you wouldn't take my call so I just said I'd chance it. Because if we started arranging, discussing your skinny hole, you'd go, no, it's a big fat hole at the moment. But anyway... I love it like a private ID and all. You're very... Um... <laughs> You're like an investigator. I yeah, like Norma. I use my daughter's phone, so you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't suss me. I'm a, I'm a terror. Um, okay, so so basically, you're saying at the moment your arse isn't the smallest, but you're you you do do you do a few squats or drink a tea or do you do any like is there nothing or is it all genetics? I do do, do well. I have to build it. I don't think it's a good thing, Norma. Every time I get into the gym, yeah, it's squats I have to do and try and build it and and pad it out a little bit with muscle. But, oh um, my god, you are so you're so in in a minority. You are just in a minority. Is, no one wants a flat arse, Norma. A nice little bubble bus is nice. No, mine is like two big bean bags at the moment following me around. Oh no! Listen, the other one, the the other option isn't isn't great fun either. I mean, seriously, the rest of us are gone. As I said, COVIDly obese. Okay, we'll do the orgasms another time, and we might do um we might do the baby hole, not the baby hole, the the pregnancy um whichever hole you use um in in a few pregnancy months time. Holes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We could do the sunroof or the um, or the au natural. We could have a chat about that. Um, but, oh, yes. But for now, go put the feet up. And uh, are you sick or are you... Am I what? Are, you, sick? are you vomiting or... Every day. You see, that'll give you a skinny hole as well. Yeah, well, it, 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 I was the same the last time on Bobby. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's a... You feel miserable, but you're not putting on loads of weight. But, you know, the bump is doing that for you, but... uh Yeah, no, no, I, I, I mean... Know, I'd rather my appetite any day. I, oh, listen, I mean, I had twins, and the worst part of having twins and rearing twins was the nausea. It's still worse, the worst memory I have. It's awful. Yeah. Well, listen, we have, we'll have to talk about sunroof yeah. or... Yeah, I will do vom hole, vom hole, or one of those, yeah. Okay, thank yeah, you for taking yeah, my call. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, Norm. All right, girl. Bye-bye. Goodbye, Norma Sheen. Bye-bye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So next up, we'll talk to professional nutritionist Sarah Hanratty from anapoladay.co.uk. Her Twitter account is an apple every day and she just gets to the point she knows her stuff and she will hopefully make it clear to us the benefits of any kind of fasting whether it's a couple of hours or a couple of days so give her a call now hello sarah hey hello hi hi how are you i'm good thank you thank you so much for taking my call i'm a little bit of a fan to be honest um i'm not a stalker but i am a little bit of a fan of your work particularly on twitter um and apple every day and um i just love the way you put stuff um so can we be friends <laughs> of course I, I'm, I'm a fan of the podcast too so that okay well, well maybe maybe after i reached out to you you probably listened to the podcast or had you heard one before oh, already no 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 no, no. I, I was listening before oh my god mm. oh, that, sorry I'm, I'm flushing here and it's not just the fact that i'm sweating in the boot of the car <laughs> okay so um well, I am. I, I basically my situation is that I kind of told you in a message that I would be doing a seventy-two hour fast, which I survived, and I would just love your information on what to do and what not to do if you're doing something like that. And I survived it, but I don't want anyone out there trying it without kind of, I suppose, guidance. And now I've moved on to intermittent as well, which is um, which is another one that probably needs a bit of guidance. So give us some of your knowledge so what were you what what were you what were you doing for your 72-hour fast was were you just drinking water or did you add in sort of other elements yeah my arse had got like really big and I just said enough um so I was going I've got to shut my cake hole or whatever and I just decided someone had challenged me to a 72 hours so I went with it and I what I had was water um I think on day one I sipped a bit of an espresso but I mainly stuck with water. And I think on day two, I had a herbal tea. But the most important thing that got me through the three days was definitely having sea salt in water every morning. So I wouldn't get, um, could you explain why that was good? Is Yeah. Yeah. So so a whole salt. So not just your your, your general um, table yeah, salt. Himalayan sea salt, yeah. fancy pink stuff and everything. Yeah. Fancy pink salt or some really good quality sea salt it's perfect for just kind of re-establishing your electrolytes because so many of us are used to having good levels of potassium and sodium in our diets and if we're fasting we're not getting that so if you find that when you fast you get a headache or you feel a bit sort of um, tired or um, you know foggy heads then 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 just putting a pinch in some water helps to re-establish the electrolytes and it really helps you to get through I think kind of much longer I had, um, I had a dioralite do you dioralite do you know that one yeah I mean I think the thing is with the dioralite is it's flavored is that right has it got sweeteners in 
there was one with no flavor oh okay so i think as long as there's no flavor then that's fine i think the problem is if there are if there's added sweeteners it can spike insulin which may then you know sort of negate the the, the benefits of the fast really because the whole point of the fast is not to have any insulin spikes which encourage um, sort of fat storage. Okay, and other than trying to get a skinny hole, is there deep healing involved in fasting? You know, the way all the religions did the fasting over the years, they'd have one day a week where they'd fast. What is it all about? Yeah, I mean, so when, when you're looking at those extended fasts, so anything kind of over 48 hours, you are looking at triggering this process called um, autophagy, which is cellular repair. So, you know, we use it a lot in therapy if we're looking at um, people with autoimmune disorders because there's some evidence it resets the immune system. Or if there are kind of gut issues, that you know, serious gut issues that need to be addressed, then extended fast can help in that, response, in that way. Uh, it really is about sort of allowing the cells to start repairing themselves so if you have a gut problem like leaky gut or intolerances or eczema or asthma or any of those things it can mean that your gut might need a bit of a balance and the fast could help it is that absolutely yeah yeah it's really useful the extended fasts are really useful in that regard i think um you know and the other thing i was going to say is it's okay if you're using it for weight loss purposes it's fine to have black tea black coffee as well as your water Okay, but if it's for healing purposes, you want to really stick with the water and the yeah. salt so yeah. it gets in there and forces the, the toxic cells to get the feck out of <laughs> where they've been poured for years, is it? Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, okay. I kind of, I'm, getting, I'm getting to grips with this. And then intermittent fasting, which my husband does a rake of and it's really working for him. Um, yeah, God, like he's losing weight, the fecker, during all this and I'm shoveling it on. Um, so what's is that any benefit, the whole 8, what is it, 8, 16 or 618 or whatever the hours people do? So intermittent fasting is my favourite because it, it can fit really well around your lifestyle. Quite often it's just a case of skipping breakfast and then not snacking after dinner. So you can still have dinner with your family. You know, um, it just it fits nicely. So it's not it's not about avoiding food for long, longer periods of time. Do you ever do it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, so, yeah, pretty much 16, 8 most of the time. What age are your kids again? What do they would they do it with you? No, no, not really. Um, no, different. You need to grow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just eat when they're hungry. Although to be fair, they're never really sort of big on breakfast, to be honest. So maybe naturally they kind of follow that curve. Um, and my husband has just started doing it, which um, is quite funny because he's never been interested in the past. But now he's like, "Wow, this this really works!" And it's so that's going to really annoy you. He'll have a skinnier ass than you in no time. <laughs> Tell him it. It's so much easier for men. It's so much men easier. Men just fall. Yeah, we're naturally more fatty aren't we yeah 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 and also there's there's you know there's so many other things that can be at play that i think that make it harder for us to to shift to shift the weight but intermittent fasting they're kind of 16 8 or if you can push it maybe 18 6 um are brilliant brilliant ways of just kind of you know slowly I think swinging between the two is the best because like, say yesterday, now my kids had a graduation and I was just like, do you know what? We were at the big picnic, the stuff, the cakes, the nibbles. You can't go, oh, me hours are up now. I'm just going to be a miserable old bitch here for the evening. Like I had to join. There was homemade sausage rolls and whatever. And I just went, you know what? 
just intermittent me arse now today do you know and that's fine isn't it yeah yeah I mean exactly it's got to fit around what works for you so that means that you can on, on have a longer eating window on on days where you, you are socializing or, or sort of maybe you know on a Friday night if you're having a few glasses of wine that's going to go later on into the evening so you can either fast for longer the next day or just have a shorter fast I mean it's all about what works best for you to make it a long term so it becomes part of your way of life really so it can be a long come here, during covid and corona what kind of um, people have you what kind of clients have you banging on your door about you know what are the main issues with being sluggish during lockdown yeah i mean so so there are issues i guess around kind of comfort eating and you know sort of feeling feeling like it's a bit out of control that they're gaining weight and they can't quite get a handle on it in which case intermittent fasting is just so simple to implement and people can you know sort of run, run, go running off with that and, and and get really great results i think some people really struggle so they might already be doing it and they come to me because it's not really working or it's not working very well. Um, and then we might look at other issues that might be going on. Because you are brilliant at looking at food and mood. I, that's what I love about you. Yeah. You know, you look at the whole person, the holistic view, and you'll go, right, that person could have an intolerance, could have a thyroid problem, could have an adrenal problem, could be depressed, could be overstressed. You know, yeah. you look at the person as a, as a whole picture and you don't just throw an old diet at them is that correct yeah because i mean i think we all know what we need to be doing in, in order to kind of eat less lose weight exercise we know what foods are healthy um it's not always that simple in fact i'd say with a lot of my clients it's it, it's rarely that simple um so we need to figure out what's going on with their physiology which is making it difficult for them to drop the extra can I get you on again? Because um, I, I could talk to you for two days, actually. Um, if I'm doing one about intolerances and stuff like that, that's another one like holes in the gut. Oh, yeah. you want about that, maybe the, the, the leaky gut. Yeah, sometime? yeah, yeah. That would be that would be that would be brilliant. I'd love to talk about that. Oh, brilliant, Sarah. Okay, that, well, for today, I'm going to let you go. And um, thank you so much, um, my new friend Sarah Hanratty. <laughs> if you want to check out her stuff on Twitter, it's an apple every day and on her website an appleaday.org.uk and um yeah your your articles are just I'm, I'm just always nodding when i'm reading them so thank you sarah thank you thank you Norman. okay just check a sheet on there yep that was very interesting what she said about the um the spikes in sugar the spikes in insulin levels and then the sugar stored as fat that's where i'm going wrong because I didn't want to be straight up over there now, but yeah, fasting and all, but I'm a whore for the old sugar around midnight still. You know, I, I just, I'm still like intermittent, yeah. But then there's the kind of, there is the Cadbury's and the, the Nestle and the, the old biscuits late at night. I just find it so hard. So then that's just resting as lard in my arse during the night. Okay. So if we could kick that in the butt, we'd be doing great. Yeah. Um, thanks very much for listening to the podcast and if you enjoyed it tell all your friends share it uh, subscribe follow whatever those things you have to do are we don't have to do them but they're helpful and um, if you didn't enjoy the podcast as usual shut your hole and next week's one is going to be potholes so it's something different nothing to do with my posterior for a change 
and um, although it could be quite bumpy as you drive over them now they're all getting back on the roads and tearing around the country yep we're going to get some advice on road surfacing tyres how to drive I might try and get a job filling potholes myself if things don't improve anyway till next week thank you very much for listening here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs>